of this podcast are those of the hosts and the guests. They do not reflect in then Sunday League. This is an adult podcast aimed at adults. From time to time, there may be swear words. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to this week's podcast. It's myself, Jamie. I'm joined as normal by Liam and Jordan. Boys, how are we doing? Yes, Very good, good mate. Good. Good weekend yeah. for many people. Not so much myself. Um, <laughs> We're going to start straight into the results. Jordan, if you'd like to take us through your picks for the weekend, please. Uh, yeah, no worries. Yeah, so uh, looking at the league results first, there was only two games in the league this weekend. Uh, obviously, both in the Prem. Eight barrels. Uh, A1-5-1 against AFC Hackleton. And uh, David Green United also won in the league that, that this weekend against University of Northampton. Obviously, the rest of the games this weekend are all cup games. Loads of cup games going on all over the place. Uh, I'll just give you a rundown of a few of them. Um, I've pulled out four results that I uh, that I thought stood out, stood out to me. Like, uh, firstly, in the David Ferguson Trophy, I've got Albany of the Championship. They lost five nil to League Three Vic Farm. Oh, that's a massive result there. Um, oh, that's the Dave Ferguson. That's what we're in. Yeah, yeah, that's a great result for Vic Farm. Obviously, I know Albany. Obviously, they're bottom of their division. I don't think they've won a game all season, but no, they've not. Five nil against the, you know what I mean, against the championship team. That's that's massive, that is. Yeah. Um, next, I've gone. I sent David's. Obviously, they've had their issues in the league, but four nil against uh, Houghton Magna. Another big result. Um, Sixfield Rangers A of League Two. They beat Fortman's Club eight one in the championship. Another League Two championship team. 3-2, wow. that was a, you know, another great result for them. Uh, looking elsewhere, North Ants All-Stars beat a uh, massive result against Brayfield Corinthians 7-0. Big result, that. And uh, Latimer All-Stars beat Nen Natives 8-2. Another big result. I have got another game that I've highlighted, but we'll touch on that in a, in a little while. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, looking elsewhere, Bocanor fans, I know they're new this year, aren't they? New team this year. 14 0 against Ames Strait. Big, massive result there. Ames Strait, credit to them, obviously, turning up every week. Do you know what? They were playing on the pitch. Uh, they, were, they were playing on pitch 11, but we all know pitch 11 is the worst pitch, I think, in Northampton. Um, they moved over because there weren't many games happening this weekend. And they end up moving over to the, one of the last four pitches at the bottom of the race course. I'd like to know if there was a reason why they went over there or if it was just because pitch 11 is crap. Um, <laughs> yeah, so there's a load of cup games this week. I could list them all. But like you say, there's, there's, there's that many. I've just picked a few up. What 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 game stood out for you the most then? Jordan, if, if you're looking at that and, you know, the yeah, big yeah. farm when you mentioned is massive, but, you know, Albany couldn't, they couldn't buy a win. And no. Am I surprised? No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as bad as that sounds, did I expect them to lose? Probably. Um, well, yeah, that's not, well, obviously but, championship, as it to be a championship for some reason, big farm in league three. But 
obviously at way the form speaks to itself, doesn't it, in the championship. But Vic Farm, I'm thinking three leagues above them. You know what I mean? That's not, that's that stood out for me. Five 0 as well. That's just not that's not like they've snuck past them. It's they've hammered them. Yeah. That's a pumping. Yeah. But no disrespect to Albany, but Vic Farm has still scored seven less than probably every other team they've played this year. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, well, who was who was at home? Who was at home? It was uh, it was at Albany. So Albany. Oh, home geez, well, okay. Yeah. There's there's no defence there. Yeah, they've, they've been slaughtered, didn't they? And, um, and just just on that note, I mean, you know, teams. Some teams moaned about what cups they were putting, and Vic Farm were one of those teams that moaned about being put in that cup. Now you've won, you've beat Swan Helmet, I believe, Jamie. Right? They they did. Yep. You've now just gone and beat a championship 5-0. Shut up. Trust the league. Yeah, enjoy it. Get yeah. on with it. Get on I mean, with that it. must be a, a great confidence boost for them lads as well, though. I mean, I don't know. Vic Farm, a new team, or they've been around for a little while? Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, do you know what I mean? That's a great confidence boost for them lads. No matter yeah. what. I know. And listen, we're not just like, we are here to kind of play both sides of the fence and from time to time we will maybe question the decisions that the league have taken. But again, this is another one where it's it's a tick in, in the, the box for the league because they may have moaned, OK, we've got a Division 2 team, we've got a Championship team in there. You, you beat them. Yeah. You know, and it, it, like you said, Lim, it shows that the league are doing the right things. They are considering teams and... If anything, it's it's maybe helping them understand not just in the league format how teams are doing, how they're struggling, how they they could be achieving more. Put them in these groups with these higher and lower level teams, and actually maybe you'll find a real nice balance when it comes to um, the league selection for next season. Exactly, it's it's all of this. There's a plan, guys. Don't moan and they've got more to be getting on with then you might, oh, I should be in this cup or I shouldn't be in this league. You're in these cups and leagues for a reason. They're not sent their first rodeo. You know, they, they, they know what they're doing. The I'm going to get this stat out that. there. I'm going to get this stat out there because it sounds good at our end, obviously. But we have lost more games in the Dale Stafford Trophy than we have in the league this year. Hmm. I've played. We've played fifteen, fourteen league games. We've played three games in the Dale Stafford. That yeah. speaks volumes that we should be where. Like, I'm glad we've been put in this bigger group, in this bigger cup because we're playing teams that are a lot better. You know, we but we have battled in these games. But it shows us that we're not ready to go quite up to the championship yet. But you know what? That step to League One probably is going to be right for us next year. And it's proven. Yeah, I... And like you say, the league now can see that. And they're going to evaluate everybody. Obviously, they're going to evaluate if I start signing players from the Prem and from the Championship next season. They'll notice that. And I yeah. just feel like it's have a little bit of trust. It's always, oh, why are you putting Always something negative towards these volunteers. I'm going to say it again. Volunteers. Always something negative. With full-time jobs. These guys. And um, this is not a rant about the league. I don't know what I'm on tonight, guys. Apologies. But I just feel like... <laughs> They need a bit of recognition for the league, for this cup because nobody, nobody in these cups is getting absolutely walked over every week. Other than Albany, but they're used to it. <laughs> <laughs> do, you think, do you think that was important, Liam, for obviously to play these bigger teams? Obviously, like yourselves, you're testing yourself against stronger opponents and you know, sort of making a case for, you know, we, we deserve to be in a league above. Yeah, and 
I think I think our league position really helps me at the minute because look, guys, our concentration one hundred percent is to going on and finish first in this league. This cup is just a lovely little distraction in the middle, and all we've got to do is just keep being competitive in it. I think yeah. if it was the other way round and we were struggling in the league, like Jamie is, again, it's a nice distraction from the fact that we've not done too great in there, the league. <laughs> But I'd also say to you, if you were struggling in the league, you wouldn't be in that cup. Yeah. Because, which is where they've got it right. You're put yeah. into a cup where it's like, do you know what? These are teams we think they're and thereabouts. Go and play. And like I said, it's a welcome distraction. And it also does give those teams, like the teams that may feel like, do you know what? They were put a bit too high up. Okay. Now, maybe the league did put you maybe one level too high. But guess what? They've now put you, give you a chance to win by putting you in a cup, probably a level too low for you. Mm-hmm. AFC Wellingborough of the Prem are in our cup. They've not done too well in the league, but now they've got a chance to go on and win our cup because they're in our cup. Yeah, because the league big... are making it for everybody. And I think people forget that sometimes. And I just that's try to get that out there. Positive for the lads, like you say, Wellingborough at the bottom of the league in the Prem. That's, you know what I mean? They could finish bottom, but they could get a cut. Do you know what I mean? There's something to play for again. Exactly. And that's the whole reason why we've done it. I mean, we, we will touch on it when we talk about our main discussion today, which is teams folding. Uh, we didn't get any interviews this week, unfortunately. The one we did have cancelled last minute. Um, so our main point of discussion will be about teams folding today. Um, and I think that will come into it because you've, you've got an absolute point there. But yeah, like a team can finish bottom and still win a cup. How fantastic is that? Incredible. Yeah, we took you away there, Jordan, mate. Do you want to carry on? No, no, no. I've got, I've got to say one more fixture to talk about that I've, I've highlighted, but I'll, I'll leave that for a little while. We'll come back to that in a little while. Okay, so do you want to take us through the league tables and standings as they are now? Because we are getting to the business end of it. There's a few yeah. games left, or maybe the odd one game if you're in in some of the leagues. So do you want to just give us a rundown first to eight, third to say anything in between? If anyone can sneak into the playoffs. Yeah, so yeah, we had a look through all the five divisions earlier today. Um, start obviously starting with the Prem. Uh, this is quite an interesting division. Um, obviously, the top four in the Prem, you've got eight barrels first, North Star second, Standard Barn third, and Tech fourth. Um, Tech down in fourth, they've got two games in hand on the top three. Uh, win them games in hand, they've got a level on points with barrels at the top on 36 points. Third and fourth Jeez. at the minute, they're only on 30. So, I just said. You guys know me. I've been supporting tech through and through this. And uh, oh, really quickly, just a quick disclaimer. Um, We we had an interview with Bob last week and he spoke about the young lad on the uh, sideline with the dreadlocks. It wasn't Redford. It was Perry. So Perry, apologies. They got me in the change room the other day. I was like, Liam, what are you talking about? I was like, my bad, P. <laughs> so it was See, the podcast that gives retractions. We are that's all the it. People. Not, not Perry Reds, <laughs> but yeah, I just think that I'm looking at that goal difference now. Unless eight barrels drop a point, yeah, I don't no, think going to catch yeah. them. It's uh, I don't know because it's it's going to be interesting. Obviously, Tech they've got two games around on the three teams above them, but on Sunday they've got North Star as well, so. Do you know what I mean? That's like a six-pointer as well if North Star want to be in the title race. Um, but I think, obviously, Tech, they win their two games and they're going to be level on points and they're going to be up for that. Do you know what I mean? They're going to what be... is the difference in the goals, Jordan? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's massive. 
So uh, looking now. So that's basically a point in itself, isn't it? Yeah, it's a point. Plus 58, obviously. And Tekka only 19. Oh. Yeah. So yeah, it's massive. It's it's three points, isn't it? Let's be honest. It's 39 goals. But I mean, um, Barrels, I think they've only got, they've got two games left. Yeah, two games left to play. I'm not sure who they're against, but obviously Tech, I know they don't play Tech. I know they've played them already, but Tech have got North Star. I think that's their hardest game so, to go. Mm. So it's just like you say, if someone could cause an upset. Somewhere... I think so. I think everybody's thinking the same thing. If eight barrels win their last two games, they win the league, right? Yeah, yeah. Because Tech have got four left. And it'll only put them level on points. Even if they win all four, yeah, yeah, they yeah. need eight barrels to now drop a point, don't they? That's it, yeah. And they're going to need to absolutely pump teams as well to get that goal difference up, aren't they? Oh, oh. it's massive. Yeah, massive, what you say. Uh, oh, t- t- tell you what, tell you what the league should be nice. Let them play Albany. <laughs> <laughs> They'll do it in a half. You've already upset North Ants all stars. Let's not add another team to this league. He's going for Terry now, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, yeah, so down in the playoffs, in that, um, so Warren, they've played all their games, Warren FC. Um, they're currently in the last playoff space. Below them in ninth and 10th, you've got Hackleton and Crick, who have both got... So Hackleton's got two games left to play, Crick have got three. So, you know, it's a nervous wait there for Warren FC just to see them results below them. Um, Warren, Warren have folded. Jordan. Yeah, oh, they're gone. They're gone. Oh, sorry, that's a long league. Yeah, <laughs> no, but again, takes us into our point when we make it about teams folding. They're yeah, so team, let's actually give them. Let's give them zero airtime right now. One FC. Okay, yeah, sorry, conversation. Yeah, I that. sorry. That's all. That's all right, Jordan. Don't no, worry about right, it. Mate. You wouldn't expect teams to fold with three games left of the season, just no, like nobody else would. No, but well, that blows that point out the water anyway. I'll move on to the championship. Uh, championship up to the top they've played all their games one of the Saxons three points behind or one game to go and the goal difference there is only four goals in that which come is... on and who, is Upton's last game is it against bottom of the league um, Russian sergeants as well uh, Wellingborough Saxons their last game is against Russian sergeants yeah, yeah against bottom of the league and the goal difference uh, four well, no, uh, the, your, your least favourite team Albany are bottom Russian sergeants are second bottom Oh, we're not counting Albany, sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 5-0, when the Saxons, 5-0, they win the league. So, it's... Uh, Up the right. Saxons. Come on, Wellingbridge boys. Uh, playoffs in this league are quite interesting at the minute. Eighth place is Royal Reserves and uh, ninth place is Royals. So, that's... Uh, <laughs> who's the better team there? Well, reserves have got a game in hand as well over them. They're two points ahead of them, so you'd fancy them over there, uh, over their first team. Yeah. Mm. It's a strange one, isn't it? I think because they're, they're actually two separate teams, aren't they? They're not a reserves and the first team because they're in the same league. Like they can't, like you can't be signed on for both. Like a dual. Yeah, the players are they're but locked, aren't they? Obviously, yeah, yeah. it's still the same club, so it is a really strange one, but. How enjoyable is that day out when you play each other? I suppose that's great. Uh, yeah, yeah, especially uh, how close it is, like you say. Mm. One place lower as well. You got Falklands Club out of one. I'll give them a mention because they can mathematically make the playoffs, but I mean, it's, it needs a fifteen goal swing in that. And Not losing against League Two sides in the cup, no. they can't. 
but obviously they'll need Warriors reserves to lose both their games as well with a 15 goal swing but like you say I'd say Warriors reserves have probably got them playoffs yeah I mean strange things have happened but realistically yeah it's not going no uh, moving on to League One uh, it's not a point talking about the top of the league Toe Valley obviously they're champions they're miles ahead of everyone um, yeah fair play to them uh, JC are in eighth at the minute. They've got two games left. Um, win both of them. They can move up to fourth, which is quite good. Um, MB Colts are in ninth. They, they, they've got no games left to play, so they're not in it. But below them, them natives and highest fair and Dons, they've got uh, one and two games left, respectively. Uh, both of them could either jump above JC, obviously, if they don't get anything out their last couple of games. So that's still quite interesting there, to be fair. Couldn't HF Don still make it then, yeah? They can, yeah, yeah, they can. Uh, they, I, like, uh, I, like, I like Dan and the, and the boys there. And um, Last season, that they, they smashed our league. Um, and oh, they lost two games all season. I think one was against us, so we took that. And then we played them last game of the season at their place. They'd already won the league. We did a guard of honour for them and everything. It was brilliant. A great day out. No, to be fair, it would be hard for them. Like you say, they've got, I think they're, no, they're three points behind. They've got two games to play but they need JC to lose both their last games so mm, I mean I it's well, like I say it's not impossible but it's you know what I mean they're depending on other results I think you've got to mention the top bit as well Tove have just been freaks this season oh uh, yeah sorry yeah, yeah, second, no. no 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 of course mate second season though they will have gone undefeated in the league if they get all the way through yeah no second there's no disrespect when I pushed them aside obviously they're no. in the league it's it's, <laughs> you've got to fancy him for the playoffs as well. I know we talk about first place, but all the playoffs is a lottery. If they don't, there's something wrong. You know, it should be a foregone conclusion. You think they're going to, I don't know, look at the next season. Do they jump the championship? I believe. Do they go straight into the Prem? I believe there's only two teams this season that have actually got anything from them. Um, one of them being Quillen Park taking it to penalties so if that's a game <laughs> to all and the other actually being St David's beating these guys right. um, that goes forgotten they, they lost that game against St David's the team in a lower division and it's just it's scary isn't it it's it's really scary I've, considering I mean for me they came out of nowhere they would I've never heard of them before I played at that pitch before but I've never played them before Um we, we wax lyrical about the way they do things. They, they treat a Sunday league amateur team like it's a professional-run club. Um, full credit to them, more power to them. You know, they, they do everything, and they're doing it the right way. Yeah, they're um, a great they're, bunch. They're having a, they're having a lot of fun with it. They are a bit hard to know. I think it's probably going to be easy to beat them than it is to get one of their guys to come and speak to us because they're a bit aloof. Um, <laughs> but you, you can't not admire them. If, if you are a genuine fan of Sunday league football, you cannot do anything but admire the way they've gone about it. And I really, I'd, I'd like to see them, you know, test themselves at the absolute highest because I, I think they will shock a few people. Even if they go, like, say, if they end up jumping the championship next season and going into the Prem, I still think they'll shock a few people because I, I, I can't doubt them. Say two seasons undefeated, I can't doubt them. They've earned the right to be like, just go for it, guys. Yeah, do you think that can happen? Do you think that, like, obviously, obviously it can happen jumping up to the Prem, but with teams folding that, is there a possibility of them going up to that Prem? Uh, I, I think they could, if I'm honest. I think, it, again, I, 
I didn't really pay much attention to their recruitment. I still see, it looks like a, quite a few of the same lads in their first team that played against us last season. I was used to seeing, uh, there, maybe there's something in the water over that way, that they, they just seem to be able to do it. Do you think they'd fancy the Prem as well, or do you think they'd like the championship first? Personal, why wouldn't you? That's the thing I say. Like, we played Barn in the Cup. We knew we were the sacrificial lambs. You know, it was the replay no one wanted to see. Your ego takes a battering as much as your goal net does. But why why wouldn't you want to play against better players, even just to test yourself? It's like, look, let's see how good we are. And you really do see how good players are and the mentality and the attitude and how good your club is sometimes when you're playing in adversity, when you're playing against teams, you're not winning every week, you know, or you're losing with the last kick of the game, like no kind of demoralising things. There's been times where we've lost games or we've drawn games, but we've not been in a bad mood because we know we've been beaten by a better team or it's ended in such a way you kind of think, geez, what a game that was. And there's games where we've won and we've been like, well, not this season, really, but we've been like, well, we're lucky to get a win there. And you're a bit deflated from it because you don't think you've played well. I, I, I think they could jump to the, the Prem. Liam, what do you reckon, mate? Because I'm just talking over everybody here. What do you think about it? <sighs> Can they argue it? Is <laughs> the question more, you know, like you've just stated, they have just gone two years unbeaten. Two years of Sunday morning football unbeaten. We just spoke with Standards Barnes Bob last week and these guys, Bob's talking about having ex-professionals play for him at times on yeah. a Sunday and he, they're losing games. Yep. This is a Sunday league side that are not losing any games in their league for two years on the trot. And what a great, great bunch of lads they are. Not only are they a new team, they've now got a reserve side as well and just hats off to them, honestly. And whatever they do, They'll take it on the chin because they're a good bunch of lads with a good team spirit and I just hope they do well no matter where they are. Yeah, you yeah. see on the socials, don't you? You see how good of a team they are, how together they are. And I think one year in the Prem, if they, worst case scenario, if they did lose every game in the Prem, they know they've won League One, you move down to the Championship, you forget about it, you move on, you've got nothing to lose, have you? I know it's one year wasted, but listen, you, you've done League One, You've gone to the Prem. You got defeated there. Right, move to the Championship. You move on, didn't you? Mm. But the thing as well, it's a, it's a compliment. You know, you don't take it, oh, they want to see us lose. No, no, no. It's a compliment. You are bypassing a league because this is how good we think you are or can be. We want to see you playing against the best teams in our league because we think, actually, you are one of them. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd obviously say I don't... I. Do not think they'll finish bottom in the Prem. I don't think they'll finish bottom in the Prem. Can say that okay. hand on heart. Um, I don't. They win it. Don't know, but I don't think they'll finish bottom in the Prem. I think you know they will have a lot of fun in the Championship, but I think they will shock a few people if they went straight to the Prem. I think they would shock a few people. Yeah, you can't see them not winning a game, like you know what I mean. I think they will win games in the Prem, definitely. Yeah. And I think they'll beat some of the big boys. Honestly, I, I mean, ability is one thing. I'm not saying they don't have ability because obviously they do. But when you are kind of like the, the mentality of a team being together, you're a club. That takes you some places. That takes you some places ability can't, and it can beat ability. 
when you've got that belief in everybody in the team is doing the right thing, pushing the right way, pulling the right way, that takes you sometimes to places you don't know you can go. And I think they've got that. I really do think they've got that. Yeah, like, like you say, the biggest example of that taking it away from the league. Look at Leicester a few years ago. They're not the best team in the league by a long shot. Yeah. But they have played together, won the title. Obviously, it's some elite standard, but do you know what I mean? These lads are together. They want to play together. You, you, do you know what I mean? You never know. You never know. No, you never know. Absolutely. So, whereabouts did we get to in the league, buddy? Sorry, yeah. How are the playoffs in League One? Uh, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I did say uh, high and throws, Dons can sneak in there. Uh, but I think they need they need JC to lose both of their games. Uh, I think JC are probably the favourites to get in there, to be honest. Um, yeah, I think we covered that, didn't we? I'll move on to League Two. Yeah. And, uh, here's the game that I left out anyway. First and second in League Two. <laughs> Parkton's the top, Calling Park second. 10th of April. There's a massive game coming up. Parkland's got one game left and it's against Croydon Park. Oh. Go on, Liv. <laughs> Croydon Park Rangers, Rangers 2, Parkland's Phoenix nil. Get in there, boy. We are coming. For anyone that doesn't know, for anyone that doesn't know, Sunday there was a cup game between Parkland's Phoenix and Croydon Park and Calling apart one at two now. So, I'm just going to get about Sunday, guys. Okay, so Sunday comes round. We've played two in this cup. We've lost two. We've booked our pitch. We've paid for our pitch. We get a phone call Thursday from the council. Our pitch is unplayable. <laughs> I'm like, what? The pitch is unplayable. You will now be moving to Eastfield Park. Now. <laughs> What that means is we've got to share a changing room with the FC Tech Boys, who are absolutely on fire. And Parklands have got to come somewhere else. Now our home advantage is gone because we don't play on this pitch every week. Yep. We get there. Parklands turn up and they've got a few lads missing, to be fair. So I'm thinking, yeah, that'll do. Great. My centre-back doesn't turn up. My goalkeeper doesn't turn up. My, one of my better players, arguably, injured. I'm like, here we go. I'm thinking we're getting nothing from this. Mark Wardell's the ref. One of the ha- harshest refs when it comes to it, but one of the best. And he is one of the best refs out there. He does fi- He's done finals for the for the NEM before, and, and it's good to have a ref like that. He controlled the game really well. A couple of yellow cards for our boys, but... That's what we expected. And, you know, it was a good game. Nil-nil at half-time. <laughs> this genius that is the manager at Corner Park Rangers <laughs> yeah. made a half-time substitution and brought on 36-year-old Marcus Dalman and put him in centre mid. The man scored two goals and we won 2-0. Just to put the league in a bit of perspective, um, obviously you've got two games in hand on them. You're six yep. points behind them. Yep. If Parklands win their last game, they go to 41 points. If you win your last three games, you go to 41 points. But obviously, one of you are not winning all your games because you've got each other. That's how tight this league is. That is a massive game. So, talking about that game, the 10th of April, you mentioned it, and I don't want to keep saying the 10th of April because if we finish in the top four of our group in this cup, this cup's being played before the league games are being played. I'm, I'm sure it is. 
So that's probably going to get moved. Now, to a midweeker as well. If we draw against Partland, we then have to win our last two games with a goal difference of three or more. More than three, because they've scored more goals. Now, yeah, yeah three, three. There's three goals in it in your goal difference. Yeah. I, it's come down to that. I want to beat them. I want to beat Falklands and I want to beat Road. Simple as that. But you couldn't have, if you couldn't ask for a harder, harder mm. last three games. All three games away from home. One on a Wednesday night in Road when we're a Wellingborough team. And being six points behind at the start of those three games, that is horrible. That is a horrible situation to be in. But we're gonna we're gonna fight it. We're gonna we're gonna go for it. No, fair play. I think the league looks class. It's, it's for the neutrals, obviously. I set up they set up great. I mean that'd be I mean, obviously, is it your two league games are they before the Parkland? how what order are they in? When when do you play Parkland? Parklands. Portland's road on a Wednesday oh, night, yeah, the tenth, yeah, so. the seventeenth, and the thirtieth. Yeah, so it's not, it doesn't come down to the Parklands game, which is obviously a bit better. But no, but it will if they beat us because if they beat us, it's over. So that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, it's not but, like you play the two other games, then you got Parklands last day, and it's winner takes all, which is slightly better. But obviously, you want to win the league, so you yeah, need to beat yeah. Well. It's not if you lose, mate. It's not if you lose. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, it's, it's, it's terrifying. We've never, ever been in this situation as a football club. Um, so I, w- I won the league to, um, I won the league the year that COVID outbroke. Uh, I won the league with Sands United that le- that year um, as a player. I then decided to take on Coyne and Park and, you know, God, our first season was awful. But then the Coyne and Park's been around since about 2010. And their highest ever finish was fifth. Mm. So the fact we're in the position we're in is is all down to me. <laughs> um, and and the boys are down to... tools now. Let Parkins have it. He's saying the... not nothing to do with it. But the boys, <laughs> the boys uh, that I've brought in have been incredible, and we've 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 earned this. So we're going to go and finish it. Fair play to you. Yeah, mate. It's it's well exciting watching this happen. To be on the outside this season. Just seeing teams go for it, the run-ins. It's yeah, yeah, oh, mate. It's it's such a good running. The playoffs, so, obviously, in this league. Moving on, sorry. Uh, playoffs in this league you got eighth place, Portland's Club eighty-one Colts and Russian Spartans are ninth, just blow them, and they're three points behind them. The teams around them haven't really got a chance of getting in there. It's them two, eighth and ninth. It's a straight shootout between them two. They've got three games left each. Uh, obviously, three-point gap at the minute, but that is, as I say, it's between them two. They'll be well up for that, obviously, both of them. Just so quickly on that, just quickly on that, right? If we finish first, I hope that Roshan Spars do not finish eighth. <laughs> <laughs> they are the best team we have played this season. Better than Tove. They're, they're better than any team we've played this season. They took us apart. Honestly, they took us apart. My keeper saved two penalties in the game, and we still lost four. We still conceded four goals. They genuinely were just a step above us. And just looking at the table, Liam. Sorry, you lost one game. Who was that to? Russian Spartans. It was to Spartans. 
Yeah. That's a bit of revenge, isn't it, though? If it's going to, if it, you know... They, Not in the first game fall, of the playoffs. <laughs> no, but if that's how it falls, you know, it's kind of, whoa. Do you... everyone, ex- everyone expects, like, the team that finished, oh, they're going to pump the team in eighth, and, uh, you know, well, rewards, you know, the reason they've done it this way is you've got to reward the team that finishes first. But in your case, if that does happen to you and you win the league, first of all, congratulations if you do. But second of all, it's like, well, actually, this uh, is straightforward as that, what you'd expect. Because if you look in the league form, they beat you. So there's always that little bit of oof in there, isn't it? Like the, the woo, all of a sudden, well, you know, this team might finish eighth, but they've, they've got that one over us. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I've just maybe rattled you there a little bit. It wasn't the pep talk you needed for it, was it? Um, I don't, it's just a, it's it's a tough place to go, Rushton. You know, and yeah. it's, it's a really tough place to go. And, and thankfully, like whatever happens now, I, I said to the boys, whatever happens now, we get the home tie in the playoffs. You know, and I'm always looking at positives. Even if we go and lose the next three, we still get the home tie in the playoffs, and that's massive. I think. And, yeah, again, which is a reward for the teams finishing higher. It's a reason why they should try and finish as high yeah. as possible. Don't just settle yeah. for the playoffs. Like, see how far you can go. Yeah, look, I, I, I've got, I've got a family member who's a secretary at Pittsford, so I wish them the best in it. Obviously, I still want to beat them. Um, mm-hmm. but I just don't see a better team in that division other than us. That this, yes, we lost the one game to Russian Spartans. It was Halloween. Freaky things happen. Um, <laughs> but you know, I just, but I'm gonna say that, and I am biased. But you know, I just can't. No, results don't lie, mate. Results don't lie. You know, <laughs> look at how you've performed this season. You, you, and he said in Parkins Phoenix, like they, you've got the right to be staking your claims because you're there. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah, exactly that. Jordan, League Three, how's that yeah. looking? League Three, League Three, right at the top, you've got a sort of similar situation there where it's two teams shooting out for it. Uh, Ketchum Park Avenue, you've got 42 points, one game left to play. Baton Wickets in second, 40 points, obviously two points behind. They've got two games to play. So Baton Wickets win both their games, they win the league. But it's, it's some pressure going into that, isn't it? Win the league. Yeah. So it's close. I mean, it's, it's a good league. But and Wickets only lost once all season. That's obviously that's an achievement again. Uh, but like you say, it's it's tight as a lock at the top there again. I think that's another compliment of the league, isn't it? Because Bartow, every league, you know, there's a team in first. The team in second can still catch them. Or say in, in Texas case, what did you say? They were fourth, I think it was. You know, there's teams in and around still that can win the league format before we even go into the, the playoffs. Uh, obviously, bar League One. But I think, again, huge compliment to the league yeah. and how it's been formatted. Yeah. Liam, what was you going to say? Sorry, man. Uh, yeah, no, I, ju- I, don't, I don't know these teams. And it's nothing disrespectful. You know, Hartwell Forest, we played last year. Lost twice um, to those guys, so I expected them to be a bit further up. But um, apparently, they lost a few players. Um, the reserve side did going into this year. Bat and wicket, we played in pre-season. We only just beat two one. So yeah. when I first looked at that league, I didn't know what to expect. If that made sense, because of me not knowing who the teams are. But now looking at it, I'd like Bat and Wicket to go and win it. I think. I think yeah, Bat and Wicket for me 
you know, there's they've got blokes in there that are, you know, they're in their thirties, late thirties that are gonna they're gonna retire soon. I know it's only Sunday league football, but they're, they're gonna stop playing soon. So I hope I they think, do go and win it. I think they'll be gutted if they don't. I mean, looking at their record, like they've played fifteen, have won thirteen, have drew one and lost one. If that's not a record to win the league. Do you know what I mean? What yeah, is, you'd be you'd be gutted having that as your figures and not yeah. coming out for something, wouldn't you? And I mean, top players kept in part. Their goal difference is thirty. They got and batting wicket sixty-two, so twenty-two goals oh, more geez. as well. And Who batting wicket been sort... playing every week? Albany. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> straight at the bottom. By the way, quickly, guys, let's just go on this, right? Albany, look, Terry, I'm not, I'm not having a go. And, uh, and, you know, I just, I don't know how you've managed to do it every week. Fair play to you in it. Hats off to you, honestly. But if you and G at Aim Straight don't organise a game to play each other at the end of this season, nil, I'm going to be fuming. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the two underdogs going at it, okay? That's a pre-season you friendly, may actually go all season without winning a game. Both at, least get, at least they get a point on the board, anyway. <laughs> well, knowing their luck, the game would be abandoned. But <laughs> I'm just sitting there. And guys, if you listen to this podcast, and I know a few teams do, get yourselves a friendly against each other and let's see who is the best of the worst, please. <laughs> I think that's the thing. I know we're going to, shortly, we're going to talk about teams folding. You know, there's, there's teams in our leagues that... If they did, you would maybe say, okay, not surprised. You know, yeah, I get that. It must be really hard to turn up every week knowing you're most likely going to lose. They're not the ones. So, like you said, Liam, it's such a compliment. I know we have a laugh and we have a joke, but it's easy. You know, we're we're not exactly reaching for the tallest branches here to, <laughs> to pick off for the humour, are we? It's easy to have pops at you guys, but it's always said in love and in jest. I know G, I've known him for years, love him to bits. The fact that they're doing it and they're doing it every week, they're still out, it's the biggest compliment you can pay them. And sometimes surviving a season when you're not having a great season, that's your victory. 100%. Yeah, no. And these guys are not doing it to win aim straight. You see that he's he's genuinely he's a personal trainer by trade, and he's getting yeah. people mentally and physically in better shape. And he's credit needs to go to the bloke for it. And for me, he's it, the fact that he's done this two years in a row now. He is manager of the year for me for the whole Nen League. G uh, aim straight is one of the managers of the year. Yeah. yeah, no, as a as like myself as a player, I don't play anymore, obviously. But obviously a joke's easy, but you gotta have big, big respect for them players turning up every week. And obviously they do it for the love of the game. Do you know what I mean? It sounds like a joke again, but not doing it to win, are they? They're, not, they're there no. for the love of the game and for fitness and all that. And you you gotta have a massive respect for them, lads. And you know what? I mean they, they do it with a smile on their face. They concede the tenth goal of the game. Yes, they're getting a bit annoyed, but they've still got a smile on their face. If my, if my by the way, if my players are ten 0 down and you start laughing, you're coming off, isn't it? But yeah. like, <laughs> they're they're enjoying their football. You know, they're, I mean, they're I'm, not, I'm not being funny, but I've played teams, and in saying previous seasons, we've gone say three two up against a team, and I've seen a player from theirs not from the team we're playing walk off the pitch. They're losing three two. 
he walks off the pitch. I guarantee you ain't getting that with their games. You know, it might be demoralised, it might be heartbreaking. You think, okay, well, no, we're just doing this. It's for the social, it gets me out, fresh air, exercise. But I bet you ain't getting players walk off the pitch. And walk they're off playing the every pitch. week. I'd, I'd, One thing I'd, I will I'd say, I'd though, never, is never. Gennon, Gennon never. does need to let Hackleton Reserves know the details. Because I've seen in the Secretary's chat, he's not told them about their details for the game this weekend. So, gee, you do need to get that done, mate, if you're listening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just quickly on that, like, I, I just... I've never ever known a player to walk off a pitch because it's they're unreal. losing. Genuinely, when we were in the Rosden League a few years back, I subbed the player, okay? And he refused to come off, but the ref sent him off in the end. That's how much my players want to play. Too much sometimes. Yeah. But to... well, I'll tell you, mate, we went 3 2 up and he walked mm. off in a strop. And it's then disgusting. even at 3 2 with 10 players, you know, sometimes you play better with 10 men. They started to look like they could get back into it, so he came back on. <laughs> oh, and then it went to four two, and he walks off again. <laughs> honestly, yeah. just like, honestly, if I was like, the captain or his manager, I, I, I genuinely, I don't, he'd never ever play for me again, ever. Oh, it's unreal, isn't it? It's unreal. Um, so that's the round of episodes. So appreciate that, Jordan, mate. Uh, this week, I made my way over to the old dog and duck to watch Standards Barn versus Barn Albion in the first and then cup semi-final. It was attended, I think they said the official thing is what, 300 people? So oh, for class. a midweeker, Sunday league, that's phenomenal. Oh, um, when I got there, I thought there was more of a barn presence um, just because I could see people that I knew were like, affiliated with them. But when the game's about to start and everyone starts to go behind their dugouts and why like there were so many from Bayern, which you expect maybe because the, the relative closeness of it all. Um, first half, Barton had two clear chances. Um, they they just, like say, shanked him. I think one of the players was still running as he tried to hit it. it was, didn't get him on target, but you thought they were two game-changing moments if they score them. Um Barn had a snapshot, which the keeper made a fantastic save from. And then Joe Hanley got two goals. The first goal picked it up on the edge of the area and just placed it top corner. One nil at half time. And you think, okay, this is all right. Uh, one of the Barn lads I saw at half time, and he just said, we're going to come alive in the second half. He was like, if we score in the second half, there was no way we lose this game. Within a few minutes of the restart, the Barton keeper, he didn't claim the first one. He didn't claim it on the second attempt. And it was almost a bit of a scramble, got put in, and you just start to see them deflate. And at that point after, it's like, it was the Joe Hanley show at Wellover Town FC. Everything went through him. Full credit, though, to the midfielder of Barn, who just worked and worked and grinded and grinded. The defence played some fantastic balls, sometimes by passing the midfield. But everything that Joe did works. And it's like, he just... He had magic in his feet. You know, sometimes when you see it in a game, you just think he's unplayable. And he got his second goal through one-on-one with the keeper. I think the keeper, not trying to knock in, keepers union and all that, you don't want to dig anybody out. The keeper, for me, was closer to the ball, but Joe had the confidence. And he got there, he got it, put it straight, beat the keeper to it. And they both clattered each other because they were both full, like, fully into it. There were some brilliant challenges last night. A little bit naughty, maybe. Um but no one, no one got hurt. Just the cramping lads as the game went on. So it's, it's a, it's a big thing, isn't it? You know, and as it goes on, there's a lad for Barton Albion, number ten, who just was rapid all night, and he just ran out of fuel towards the end. And I think the ref had a really solid game. The assistants did too. I know 
people talk more about the ref, but the assistants in the game were very, very good as well. Nothing controversial. There's no moaning. Um, a really good game to watch. A good standard. A good game. The fans were brilliant. With and that in mind, the game, Jamie. Yes, mate. The performance of Standard, Standards Bar. Um, obviously, both teams, Standards Bar, and about an hour in the playoffs. Can Standards Bar go all the way with the playoffs? I don't see why not. I mean, I think I'd like, I'm going to go and see um, Tech because I know Liam rides high on them. I want to see them. And in fairness, I've not taken any other Prem games. Say, we played Bayern in the Cup, so I'm more familiar with them. Um, I do want to see Tech because I think that would be a nice measuring stick. But I don't, I don't see why Bayern can't. I think in regards to this final, say, the there's the other semi-final, Crick versus Hackleton, is again at Wellingborough, uh, Wednesday the 30th of March, again, 7.45 kickoff. I, I want to go see that just so I feel like I've got a bit of an indicator of how it's going to go. But, I mean, I texted you boys last night and with absolutely no offence to Crick and Hackleton. I mean, Hackleton, I know quite a few guys there. Um, I think two things have to happen. I think... Whoever wins out of those two have to have the perfect game for 90 minutes and more if needed. And I also think Stanley's Bar need to have a mare and have to have a few mistakes in them because I, I don't see them not winning. I don't think it's as simple as turn up because it's not the attitude to have. But on the performance that they gave in front of, say, in front of 300 people, I know they're well supported in the league anyway. Um, I, I think if they play, they win, you know, but they just have to play. Um, but I will be going to the other semi-final because I do, I do want to see that too. I just, I just want to get you off that fence that you were sat on a bit earlier on. <laughs> Joey Hanley, yeah, all oh, the keepers should have maybe, maybe got it. What was it, Jamie? Was the key? Did the keeper have a mare? I don't want to criticise the keeper because it's really easy to. Um, I, I just think Joey was, he was just. Someone else, well, not someone else. Great he's player. A good player. Great player. He's a really good player, but he he wanted it more. I think that's the best way to put it. He wanted it more. I do think you know maybe the keeper spreads himself a bit more. I think maybe he was looking at the ball singly and not where it could be going. Maybe he needs to make himself a bit bigger as he goes out. But again, he looked a young lad. Apologies if you're 45 and you know you've got seven jobs going. And um, he did look a young lad. Um, I think that. T- the biggest compliment I could play Barn is when that second goal was scored, Albion's fans just quietened down as well. Like they silenced them, really silenced them. And then it just, it was like death by a thousand cuts. You know, it weren't these like massive chops, goal, boom, like lopping bits off them. It was just death by a thousand cuts. This, 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 this goal. You know, they were running lines on it. They just tired them out. They really did tire them out and say the, the third and the fourth goal was just kind of just sealed it really did I mean they could have honestly had five or six as well there was a few moments um, of the bit selfless place they joked about hat trick thought he was going to have a go on his left he chopped in from the right side thought you know left foot up you've got a fancy and he, he squared it and the player put it over the bar from just outside the area and I think he even said to him like why didn't you shoot and he's like oh you were open you know it's <sighs> It was really entertaining to watch. I'd say fair price. Was it three quid to get in? Five pounds for two people. Well I mean, done. Well, well done, Barn, and well done, Barn. Yeah, you know, 
someone had to play and well done for turning up, I suppose. <laughs> well, I say they gave them a game. First half, I would honestly say I felt they had the better opportunity bar the goal. I think Barton Albion had the best opportunities. It's just second half. Barn just didn't relent. They just pressured and pressured and pressured. I, I don't mean to do a disservice to Barton. I just don't remember them having a solid effort on goal in the second half. I don't remember it. Shame. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Uh, the other cup that we do have, though, we've got um, the Goodliffe on Tuesday the 29th. We've got University of Northampton versus Tech. So I'm I'm going to try and get myself over to that one. So I do want to see Tech play. Um, and that's going to be at Chenix. Um, I don't know if the time's been announced. I'm guessing it would be 7.45 to be in line with the other cups. Um, sorry <coughs> if I'm wrong. I'm sure that'll be corrected at some point. Mm. Um, you boys, you boys going to try and get... Yeah, you're going to try and get over I'm going to go down to that one, yeah, yeah. Chenix, so I say, it's not far from me either. Uh, me and my brother are going to get down to that. Well, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing Tech, like you say, for the, all the reasons you just said again. Um, boys... It is a joy to watch. You're gonna, <laughs> oh, honestly, it's like watching Brazil. It is just a different gravy. And yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Like you say, Liam, I've heard so much good stuff about them. Um, and I say the NTFA. I'm just looking now. They've, they've put it online. It is 7:45 anyway. Okay, good. But yeah, but yeah I'll definitely be at that because obviously. My sister's boyfriend plays for Tech as well, so it's always nice yeah. to go and support family, isn't it? So, Absolutely. So the main point that we wanted for talking tonight was teams folding. Um, I, I just don't think anyone can be anything but frustrated. I, I'd like to think that the teams are frustrated at folding, but when you see some of the teams folding, let's, let's say, we said it earlier, Warren. Warren FC, they are, they are in the playoffs Okay, they might not win the playoffs, but they're in the playoffs, and they're just falling. Yeah, knockout football, and do you know what I mean? That can go any way. Premier Division, obviously, the rank in the Prem playoffs, like you say, knockout football. Obviously, your top four are class, but knockout football can go either way. You never know. It's one off. Why not give it a shot? They might have injuries. The opposition. They might have players not show up. You I'm never not, know. I, right, I, honestly, I honestly think there is zero excuse until the 31st of March because you can sign players on. That yeah. You have zero excuse. And do you know what? It's all about character as well. Because I'll tell you what, if I was to fold my boys now, if I was to announce that we were folded, okay, my players would still be able to get an 11, 11 there and still want to play football every single week that they could. They would sort it out. There is not players in that club that wouldn't go, yeah, we'll still play. It is genuinely power-hungry, selfish, middle-aged men that can't play football anymore, taking it away from others because they can't play, because they can't win something. Oh, they're not going to get a shiny medal. You should be ashamed of yourselves. And that's me being honest. Yeah, no, I'll, 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 so I had the argument for a few weeks there. What about the players that do turn up every week? And you're like you say, Liam, it's them lads that are, oh, fuck, there'll, be, there'll be other lads there. Do you know what I mean? Don't worry about it. There'll be other lads turn up. It's them lads that are letting them players down that are there every week. And it's not fair on them lads. 
No, it's not. And teams like Warren, they'll rejoin next season under a different name with the same players because they might have a chance to win it again. Do you know what? They don't deserve it. Honestly, what I would do personally, if I was the league, I'd say, look, I know you boys enjoy playing together, but we're going to limit you at three. Three players from that Warren FC team can only go and play from the same team because I wouldn't let him register more than three players from Warren going to one team because at the end of the day, you're just going to reform because, oh, you might be able to win something this time. It's disgusting. It's cowardly. It's selfish. And if you've got legitimate reasons, I understand. But I personally don't think there's a legitimate reason after December and before March. If it is before Christmas, what may have happened is you bit a bit too much off, more than you could chew. You didn't realise how intense it was going to be. And you just couldn't get consistency before Christmas and after. I get that. But between January and March, you know, you've played half your season. You can sign yeah. players on still. You know what it's about. So why are you folding? Where is it coming from? And realistically, question yourself. Because if you had 17 players turning up in December on a cold, frosty morning, but now you can't get any players on a, a, a nice sunny March Sunday morning, maybe they just don't like you. Maybe they've realised you're a bit of a prick and don't want to blame you anymore. Well, I think that's one of the points you touched on about them. like Not them specifically, but teams folding and trying to reform. In my experience of Northampton Thunder League, I mean, I've I was 16 when I joined the Northampton Thunder League. Um, I played for it when it was like the the Arligan. so I think it was actually the the Combi at that point as well. Um, Sorry, Jamie, I'm just laughing at how old you are, mate. It's unreal. <laughs> it's unreal, mate. I feel it every day as well. Um, you, you'd get teams to do that. You know, they'd go into a league, they'd walk it for fun, no fun for the other teams they play. They'd walk it. They'd fold, they'd reform as a new team, they'd walk the lower league, they'd fold. And the credit to this committee that they are looking at that, they are looking at previous history. So if you're one of the teams thinking, ah, stuff this, we'll fold, we'll get put down in one of the little leagues, all cushy, and we'll walk it. And then if they chuck us up to a league we should be in, uh, we'll just fold and we'll do it. They ain't going to get the chance to do that because they'll say to them, no, we don't want you because actually we can see your history here. You've done them over there. You've tried to do this here. You've tried to do this here. I think the committee we've got have a backbone. And they don't just want teams to say we've got X amount of teams. And again, the frustration of teams folding, you said at the start of this, they are volunteers. They are looking after around, I can't tell you, 83, let's say. It's probably about 83 teams they're looking after. So when people say, oh, when are we going to get the fixtures? When are we getting that? Well, hang on. You know, give them a chance to breathe and to work this out. Yeah. Yeah. No one's trying to do everything. I mean, last season, I was a bit pissy because I thought, why have we got a midweek game when Tove didn't? I thought that would give us a disadvantage. But look at the season. That's Look at your season. That's why you've got these midweek games in there because we've got to fit them in. So people saying, oh, my pitch is a bit wet. Can we call it off? It's like, no, because actually you don't realise the impact it has further down. And yeah. teams folding don't realise the impact it has on the rest of the league or they don't care the impact it has on the rest of the league because it might be a case of, well... Shit, if we play this team, we lose 10 mil. You know, that's 10 goals against us. Or we we don't play, we get a 3 0 walkover, we only concede three goals. And if you look at some of these, we're talking about a three goal swing, a four goal swing, a 19 goal swing. 
But imagine if you beat a team 14 0, they fold, and you lose not only three points, you lose 14 goals, and you don't win a league because of something like that, yeah, where you, you might have yeah. a near perfect record. You lose you a six points, don't you? Yeah, you lose six losing points. Just three points and nine goals. You're losing six points in reality. And however many goals you score, you yeah. know, there's all these things. And I know, I know, people aren't a fan of the league's harshest punishment. I think is is two hundred fifty pound fine if you forfeit a fixture. And I know people are like you can't. This is Sunday league, but they're not doing it to be dicks to anyone. They're you're doing, doing it. To you don't say, do it again. Don't do it. You know, you can sign on, Liam, you are the biggest exponent of this. You can sign on as many players as you want, but God love you, you've got a bank balance at the end of the season because you're paying for them. You know, you've got all these players to sort out. A few seasons ago, I I so I put out I give until Monday ten o'clock for the league to tell me I've got a game or not. I then put out Monday night, we've got this game, availability or excuses, so I can see it. By Wednesday, I had a flood of unavailable, injured, away, all of this stuff. I contacted Matt then and said, look, we're midweek. I've got a real problem here. I think I probably had about 24 lads signed on. 18 of them were unavailable. And I, I, could, I screenshot it all and showed him, look, all of these players unavailable. And I said, OK, give it a few more days. Let's get to Friday, Saturday. Let's just see in case people change Encourage them, you know, they can still come. We got in contact with the opposition and said, this is the very real situation. I've not done this before. I might not have a team to field. And we got to Saturday and it hadn't changed. And Matt just said, look, you know, you, you could lose the points here for the way it was at the time. Um, you've made it very clear that it's not you just like, messing about and not fancying it and what have you. And the opposition manager as well, well, we don't want to play against eight lads. We want to play a proper game. So, yeah, you know, Let's not have the game this weekend. We'll reschedule it. It might have ended up that it was a midweeker, so it doesn't really suit anybody. But we talk about, well, lately you see the integrity of, of football, you know, labelled at professional teams. And we're talking about this Sunday league. There's an opposition that doesn't want a walkover win. They don't want the easiest thing just that they can take, which they're entitled to. And Matt showed from the league that he was willing to go above and beyond to try and help mediate a way for both these teams. At one point, he'd said to me, when I'd had a few games where I was scraping 11, do you need, do you need a few weeks? You know, because we had it with the old format of there being lesser teams. You know, you end up having a f- quite a few weeks off in a season. So he's like, do you need like a few weeks just to accumulate a few players together? Is this going to help you? And it, it wasn't that. It was just getting that there, pretty much what I found this season. But it's, it works both ways. I think if you've got troubles... You need to speak to the league because they are here to help. People think they're here to punish. Um, and this isn't me just trying to love off the league, but I've got a lot of time for them because I've seen the good that they can do um, and they do do for people. And I think sometimes they, they get a bit of a rough ride because people aren't being respectful and they're just like, oh, they're the bad guys. Oh, they're trying to take money off us. No, they're not. They're only taking money off you because you're putting yourself in a stupid position to end up having money taken off you. It's very easy to fill your fixtures. People crying off. I, I'd say I've played games with eight, nine, ten players this season. And it's it's been hard. It's been so difficult. And I think the biggest compliment I can play to the teams to say, yeah, yeah, Albany's your aim straights, your reserve teams. 
Because when reserve teams are brand new, I know Tove have done it, and the Tove reserves haven't, you know, it's their first ever season. Liam, you're going to find it next season with Coyle and Park. The biggest aim, I think, you have to have as a reserve team is to survive that first season. Because yep. it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. You know, you're not going to have the luck that you've had with your first team. You're not going to have all the joy that they've, they've had because you're basically a whole, you're new fish in a new pond. You don't know whether you're the big fish. You don't know whether you're the smallest fish. Your main reason and your aims for that season are to survive. And then you start to try and push on. We did it at a swan. We did one season um, with one team and then we, we brought in a reserve. And a lot of us thought it was happening too soon. But I think the reserves ended up lasting about five or six seasons, you know, and it was a great thing whilst it lasted. But there's teams out there that can do it. I, I don't, I don't like teams folding. I think it's it's a real shitty thing to do. Um, it leaves a bad taste with people. It it only makes things more complicated. Jordan, you said it. You know, the poor players that turn up every week, they pay their money, they just want to play. Yeah. All I'd say to them is. Do yourselves a favour, lads, and maybe do a bit of due diligence on the teams that are still going. Put the feelers out when you're allowed to, um, that you're looking for players. Again, you can contact the league and uh, we will send out, I've got this player that's contacted me because he deals with the player registrations. I've got this player, they play for them, they're looking for a team around this level. And then let teams come to you because the lads that do turn up and do want to play genuine Sunday league football, they should be at a team that's going to value them and is going to respect them as well. It's, it's so difficult when, say, you've got 80-plus teams for the league to look after. You're going to get some people go away. I don't like the trend that you're seeing. It's more teams around the top, maybe because they don't think they're going to win it. Let's fold. Let's reform. Maybe we'll get Division 1. Maybe we'll get Division 2 or 3. We'll walk it. Then it's over. It's not the Wild West anymore for football clubs. It's not. like This, this league committee have come in, and I think they're doing... They're doing a brilliant job. They've done the best job that I I can recall at also, not letting teams kind of walk the league. Like I went through it. Like I used to play for No Man's of Barrett's and we were yeah. we had a great bunch of lads there. And you know, we probably finished was it probably two or three years ago now. And uh we were like our last season we were struggling. We had games where we had nine men, ten men, and uh but they were they were a great bunch of lads. We all turned up every week. Well, nine or ten of us anyway and you know we got the season finished and the season finished and we sort of went right that's it we've had enough because we're not doing this every week and you know we folded then but we made it to the end of the season and it was hard but we got there and well, like you say before... it was good it's just because them 10 players that were turning up they love playing football on a Sunday morning do you know what also, I mean it weren't... Sorry, also like you say that they're players right if your club committee, okay, your captain, your your manager, your, your your secretary, your chairman, your treasurer, whoever they are, if they are trying to fold during the mid-season, stand up, tell them, no, it's not happening. You want to play football. And guess what? Stand up and do that. Screenshot the message. Send it over to the league. The league, I promise you, will transfer you to a club that you deserve. You will get to play football. You will not be part of the fines and the rubbish that comes with folding during mid-season. Because it's not only the clubs that suffer. There are going to be certain players now that, like I say, can't go and sign for another team until here and here and here because of them individuals that just can't be asked to finish a season. Nice. Finish the season, you cowards. 
This yeah. is not yeah, on anybody personally. We had 10 players and one of the lads, I think he was the secretary at the time, Martin Lewis, his name was. And he, <laughs> yeah. I know, do you know him, do you? Yes, yeah, so I used to play for, before they were knobs, um, <laughs> it was Romany. And Romany were the first adult team I played for. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, he's a great Martin guy. Lewis, he's he not the, um, is he not the guy that's the most of an expert. <laughs> And I'll tell you what, he's a, not, he's, he's, he's a very, very nice guy. And this is what it was. The last season, like he must have been 40-odd, 50-odd. And he was playing for us. We had 10 men, and he was playing for us. And he was useless. <laughs> like, <laughs> it would not be an horrible to him, because he is a nice guy. But he was useless. But we had 10 men, and it was like we were playing with nine, because he was playing as well. He was like, oh, I'll go up front, I'll go up front. And we were like, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Just not in. Martin used to be a, a decent striker. Um, he broke his leg at Ling's pitch really badly. It was one of them ones where you just thought, well, if you heard it, you'd have thought it was two shin pads clacking. Um, for those of us that saw it, his toe almost kicked himself in the, you know, in the kneecap. It was unreal. Um, and then one of our players ended up trying to get on his gas and air whilst, <laughs> whilst the first agents were tending to him because he wanted to see what it was like. He, he, he was a decent forward uh, back in the day. And say so one of the stories, when it was the Wild West of Sunday League football, we as Romany had to go over and play a team in Kettering. No one wanted to do it. It was like December, smashing it down with rain, cold as ice. I think we had nine players and I'm saying this now because I think statute of limitations is like seven years so this is more than seven years ago um with no one wants to play it so we had like 10 odd players and we got right four of you stay in the car around the corner six of us <laughs> got out put the kit on and waited and said oh, I'm sorry no one else is showing up the ref's like yeah okay boys ref collects a fee Games abandoned. We all end up going like super sausage or something like that for a fry up, and, and no one got so no one got wet. So you can say it now because it's not the same rules anymore. But um, I I loved my time at Romany. It was a proper introduction to an adult club. And what a club! Yeah, no, I work. can vouch for that. Like you say, a lot of the lads I've played with, I joined them. I think they they're probably Romany the season I joined them. The season after it was. That's when they changed to the knobs. Yeah, because Doris and was manager, weren't they? That's it. Yeah, yeah, Doris. And I'll yeah. tell you what, they were, I can back you up on it because they were a great bunch of lads. And I had, I played for them for what? Must have been probably five, six years. And I loved every minute of it. It was class. Well, before great... that, I think they were called uh, Bohemians. So like, my dad played for them, like Bohemians and Romany. So again, it was just like the natural thing. But there was a few lads. Uh, do you know Adam Ball? No. No. This is no, totally okay. he used to play. Chat, boys. This is about it, it is a bit of story, but um, <laughs> but that's it. But they folded. I say they were like a twenty-year institution, and they finally <laughs> folded. Um, but they did it the right way. They saw out their season. Yeah, we're, and like, said, we you know had, what? We're going to go for it. We had eight lads playing for us one week. I'm sure we did. And do you know what I mean? We yeah. just struggled through it. I think we had four games left or something like that, and we, we had eight lads, and we were like, "All right, let's just play it. Come on, we'll get it done." But I mean, I, I think wanted to play football. That's all it was. I can get teams folding if they're not getting lads showing up consistently, and it's a case of look, we don't want to get fined. Well, I don't think the league would throw a match fine at them every week because they would see it and think, "Hang on, there is a problem there." But I just, I, I don't get it. If you can see it happening, it will happen within the first month. It will happen within the first two months, and think, "Oh God." We've had an area. We can't get lads signed on. Exactly. We, you know, we can't encourage exactly. it out of the club. Anyone that's signed, you said, Liam. 
anyone that falls between January and March, there's zero excuse for it. Before that, no, like you say, not. you may have just got through, you may have piggybacked your way through a bit of more than you can chew, and we understand that. But the fact that you're doing it, it's just I don't know, nobody personal like my comments, but I just it just I just hate it because I know I'd be heartbroken that if I can't play on a Sunday morning because someone else has folded. Those players that were at the Warren and are at Finden and stuff, they're not allowed to sign for other people. It's just not being allowed, and it's it's just horrible to see. But look, there, there's our opinion on it, boys. We hate it. Don't do yeah. it. <laughs> if you if you've got anything you'd like to argue against us, we'll get in touch. You know, tell us reasons why you think it's okay to fold and. Or the problems that you've faced. Let's say it's it's very easy. I could have done it. We say with the least amount of players I've had this season. But again, it's almost like pride comes into it. We've been going for like sixteen odd years. I don't want us to go down like that. If it goes, it goes at the end of the season. You know, you you've got to see it through. I just I don't get it. I don't know if it's a generation thing that makes me sound even older. But it's just I can't understand people not having the bottle just to get through it. It, it, it baffles me and say that the league have got enough on their hands without having to deal with idiots like that as well. That just don't fancy it. It's too easy. ridiculous. Too easy. Yeah, too easy. Uh, if say, if you want to kind of argue your point, lads, get in touch, but I don't really think you can. <sighs> well, it must be a pretty good point if you do. Um, this weekend, guys, what have we got going on? Um, well, I'm going, obviously, the game on Tuesday night. Uh, I've got nothing planned yet on Sunday, but we'll see. I'm going to have a look at the fixtures tomorrow and decide where I'm going to go. We've got Naseby at home, uh, a team from the division above, winning winning games for fun at the minute, uh, on a bit of a run, actually. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if we can kind of get three points on the board. Um, we've already got the first three points in this cup last week at Partlands. So, can we get another three now? Yes, we can. Will we? We'll, we'll see. But it's it's going to be a good test, and I'm looking forward to it. Okay, we've got nothing this weekend. Um, I think losing losing against uh, Belton on Sunday, I think, put pay to us in the day. Ferguson uh, one one drawn, one lost two, um, four points. I don't think we progress from that group now. Um, We've got one more game against uh, Dortmund's 81A. Uh, if you get seven cards, points, sorry. you qualify, surely. Um, well, you've got to win, haven't you? It's, it's, it's kind of typified our season, really, in a nutshell. We've got one more league game against um, David Green as well. That's safe for the last game of the season. That's the last league game. Um, but no game this weekend. So what I will say to anybody, if you've... Uh, if you've got a free weekend, don't just let it pass. Maybe tell your, your partner that uh, it's Mother's Day this weekend and you, you mm. won't go to football because uh, it's such a special day for her. And get yourself a few little brownie points there, guys. One thing I did want to get across, lads, obviously not league-related. Um, obviously, no Prem football this week. Uh, talking Barclays Premier League. Um, it's National Non-League Day. Um, so... Obviously, if you can, support your local non-league team. Chenick's got a game, I think. Uh, Brackley Town are there. Obviously, they're doing well. But, yeah, one thing, I, I don't know if you've seen it on the internet, on Twitter, and that, I've been sort of sharing it. It's non-league day. Um, obviously, once a year, National Non-League Day. Get yourself to a non-league game. If you're not at the Cobblers or, uh, obviously, going Prem games. There's non-league games all over the place. Have a look around. Perfect. Okay, and on that, guys, I think we'll we'll wrap it up there. So, uh, 
if you do have games this weekend, we hope everyone stays safe. And if you don't, enjoy it. Stay warm. I think the weather's picking up now, so it's getting nicer. And we'll be you back with you next week. You say that. I looked at the forecast for next Wednesday's semi-final, and it's forecast yeah. snow. So let's quick hack. No way. <laughs> quick hack. Right. It's going to be fun. Hats and gloves, guys. Hats and gloves. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you do go along to the midweek games, guys, we hope to see you there. If you do see us and you know us, come over, say hi. Um, all the best, guys. Good luck this weekend. Enjoy what you're doing as well. Cheers, Cheers guys. Bye-bye. Thank you.